0: The following is a North Carolina Baptist resource. For more, visit ncbaptist.org.
1: You know, one of the most beautiful things that the Lord has given us is technology. The reason I'm saying that, because if you're looking at technology from a Christian standpoint, you see that you can use it to benefit the church a lot but uh, often we hesitate to recognize that because it takes too long to learn something. Uh, You know, when you talk about a small church, we have to have budget, right? Uh, Come up with a budget to build something is taking forever. But today, um, we used to do this in two breakout sessions, which is the first part is talking about the, the theory behind it or the reason why we have to do this. And the second part is when we talk about how to uh, practically apply that in your church. But honestly, we only have 45 minutes to wrap up everything this morning. So I'll be going really quick. Now, one of the things that if you notice, every single one of us have a cell phone. Whether you want it or not, uh, you have some sort of communication. But most likely it's a cell phone, and most likely it's a smartphone. Smartphone itself is a computer in your hand, so it has a lot of function, and it can do a lot more thing than what we think. Now, back in the day, you know, um, when we try to communicate any message, you remember the day we have internet. Usually, we just have uh, email, and maybe uh, chat, right? What's messenger, Yahoo messenger, I guess. So it's helpful, but it's not to the point that uh, it can do anything good for the gospel. But right now, someone in their room can produce something and reach out to millions out there just by starting a YouTube channel. Uh, My kids love to watch YouTube. Of course, as a parent, you always have to limit (laughs) how much they can watch. So they cannot wait until Saturday because I give them two hours on Saturday to watch, you know, something that appropriate. But it's to my surprise they don't watch some other stuff. They watch other people, how they are doing things. Just like reality, what other kids in their family. So it reminds me something that we can setting up a similar system that you can really show people how to live out your Christian life. And um, I did prepare a lot of things, but I want to cut everything short. All of this I can send uh, directly to your email if you want to give it to me. Uh, But I want to point out to something that uh, straight to the point. How many of you know uh, Billy Graham? Okay, so I have something that has been recorded his word, his own word, saying about technology. And I want you to spend some time in listening to this, a little bit. All of this one, you're gonna get it later.
0: I was just talking to someone when I was speaking
1: at Princeton, and he made this statement. He said it's easier to denature
2: plutonium than to denature the evil spirit of man. And many of you I'm sure have thought about that. And puzzled over it. You've seen people Take beneficial technological advances, such as the Internet we've heard about tonight, and twist them into something corrupting. You've seen brilliant people devise computer viruses that bring down whole systems. The Oklahoma City bombing was simple technology,
1: horribly used. The problem is not technology. The problem is the person or persons using it. Do you agree with his statement?
0: Amen.
1: So technology is not a problem, but the problem is with people who are actually using it. So, you know, Paul was a man that many of us know. But this is what his word right here. Although I am free from all and not anyone slave, I have made myself a slave to everyone in order to win more people. Now, a lot of times I come across pastors and leaders that say they never want to be on the spotlight. They never want to be out there, right? But remember this, if you want to win people, you need to be out there. Uh, I used to be a really shy person. I'm not really into conversation or anything. But when God called me to be a preacher, I have to forget about my personality and thinking about what is the goal that God has for me for the kingdom? And so as I'm standing right here, I can tell that this is some of the thing is a warning sign for us. How teen using technology this day. As you take a look right here, YouTube, Instagram, and Snapchat are the most popular online platform among teen. Fully ninety-five percent of teen have access to a smartphone and 45% say they are online almost constantly. Now, how many times you see teenager and young people going to church every week? Once a week, better is twice a week, right? But they are online, 45% of them almost constantly, which is mean right after school, even in school, Right? How dangerous is that? But really, the problem is this. How fast are we in providing something for them? Because if you take a look at YouTube this day, uh, social media this day, you don't see a whole lot of good content from Christian creators. And uh, one of the motivation that I have here it's not about. Uh, I just say a little, little bit about my my side job. for you. Actually, my full-time ministry is pastor, uh, working with convention, doing the training with Fruitland Bible College. But also my side job on Monday is install a commercial sound system for a restaurant and uh, venue and place like that. I actually did several one in uh, High Point on Main Street and Greensboro as well. Now. The reason it's become one of, uh, even it's a side job, but I was really into it because when I'm doing that, I have the opportunity to share the gospel with the owner of the restaurant or someone who never been to the church. I remember uh, about two years, now. last year, I installed a system for a, a, a big restaurant in uh, uh, M Street in uh, uh, downtown Greensboro. <coughs> And I had the opportunity to talk to a Muslim chef, which is me he was the man cook in the restaurant. So half of my time is installing stuff, but the other half is sharing the gospel with him because he keeps chasing me and, and saying, you know, you need to change your belief. I say, no, I right, let me share with you. So that is some of the fun thing I have when working in this field. Now, the sad thing I have seen is this. So many churches have the opportunity to invest, but they are not willing to do so. Because when we think about investing into technology, it's always, people say, well, it's taking too much time to do, taking a whole lot of money and time to train people. But I just want to share with you that it's doable. Even in one week, in one month, in one day, you can do it if you really see the need of the people out there. So, I have some more thing that I want to share right here. 85% of teens say they use YouTube, compared to 51 who use Facebook, and 32 who use Twitter. So you see who is the largest group right here? YouTuber, right? Those who watch video. And uh, the main focus of today, uh, we're gonna talk about creating a YouTube channel that can reach people. Um, All of this tool you see around here is uh, some of the options that you have, but I will talk about that in a minute. For now, keep going right here. 31% of teens say social media has a positive message effect on people their age. Now, it's a big number, but how about 69%? Probably negative, right? Only 31 actually saying it's positive. Video game is another story. 97 of teen boys play video game. Uh, Even my son right now, he's about 7 or 8. And uh, he always challenged me, Daddy, if I finish my homework, can you let me have just 5 minutes on video game? (laughs) <laughs> but actually it's always a headache to deal with, you know, younger kids. But one thing that it's remind me the world out there is so much temptation that if we don't have anything to give them, they will go out there and search for it. So therefore, you think about this. With ninety-five percent of teen have access to smartphones and most likely parents, we working full-time. We cannot be with them 100% of the time, right? Then if they don't have a foundation, it's easily for them to fall into something that is not right for a Christian. So therefore, um, probably you know this, uh, this person right here. Is that familiar now? All right, he said this. Technology is the resource that the church must wisely steward to accomplish the Great Commission. And he pointed out three things that I really agree. First thing is this, technology enable communication. Now this day, uh, I live in a Raleigh, not Raleigh, which just mean our church is relatively, you know, it's, it's not that big, it's not that uh, small, it's medium size, but we have church members from all over the place. So the average commute that they have is about 30 to 45 minutes to the church. So I have to deal with something that how can I minister to people if I cannot go to their house? I have to find a way to do it. And I think that technology did help a lot. For example, I'll give you one glimpse of what we're doing. For all of our training, we use Zoom meeting. We just mean face-to-face conference. And we have it for deacon meeting. We have it for Sunday school teacher training. We have it for prayer and I because everyone wants to join but they cannot make it there. So it did help to communicate with people. But also, technology enables community. We're talking about the distance people have. But if you can connect with them, then distance will not be that big anymore. And then one of the most important thing we talk is enable discipleship. Now, how can you do that in a lot of ways? In YouTube, you can set up a private uh, YouTube setting, which just means you will have that channel going on, but only those in your circle know it. Uh, we don't have time to go over in every detail, but I just give you a glimpse of everything. So, to conclude today, I want to share with you this one word right here. The gear, what, what kind of thing we have to have in order to, to make something possible. You know, Paul said in Romans 1, 16, for I am not a Sam of the gospel because it's God's power for salvation to everyone who believes, first to the Jew and also to the Greek." But also important thing is this, the goal of everything we are doing is, I guess, and I'm sure, that the message of the gospel need to be heard through whatever we are doing. And uh, I think the first thing when you're talking about the gear that you have to have in order to produce something is the goal. Uh, how to make disciples of people. But the second thing, the goal right here is important because the message of the gospel, like Paul mentioned, have the power to transform people. We have that most amazing goal, compared to other YouTubers, that they have to find a way uh, to attract people. We already have something powerful enough to attract people. But more than that, you remember the gospel is something that we have to be proudly present. A lot of time we are afraid to present the gospel. Don't you know that? 49 percent of young people who are Christian this day. Saying that if they go out and share the gospel, they may. This is uh, the the static, uh, the uh, the research from uh, um, pure research. Yes, they say if they go out and share the gospel, they may offend somebody, believe. So they rather not saying anything. It's dangerous because more, almost half of Christian youth don't believe in the power of sharing the gospel anymore. But here. We see that I am not a Sam. Paul said that. And the gospel is really simple. You know, Christ died and raised again for us. So therefore, there's nothing too difficult to share. But also, the uniqueness of the gospel is that there's no other gospel. Only the good news about Christ. And one of the things that really make our gospel different, because our gospel has power for salvation, gospel can change people's lives. I met so many people that being changed by the gospel when I do my side job, you know, because when you are in the church setting, it's hard to talk to non-believer. But when you go out there, you get the opportunity to see how much the gospel works in other people's lives, if they're willing to accept it. And it is my privilege to share with you this. God already <coughs> prepared people Well, we need more workers. And therefore, uh, sometimes you don't have to knock on the door of people anymore. This day you can knock on their YouTube channel <laughs> just to make something new to attract them. And then the gospel reveals God's perfect righteousness. You know, a lot of sinners don't want to come to know Jesus because they say, Well, I'm so sinful. How can I, I know Him? But if I bring up the story of um, many sinners that Jesus come to them, they say, Wow, I can relate to it. You see that God has that perfect righteousness that he can offer for people. And sometimes we just need to share about that. Now, there's a lot more things I can share uh, the PowerPoint with you. But the second part of this I want to show you is letter E, engagement. The goal is the method of the gospel, but the engagement is the method of delivery. I guess that many of us here thinking, well, uh, the gospel. Just like, you know, how many of you love uh, church music? <coughs> All right. How many of you into blended worship? How many of you into hymnal? How many you into contemporary worship? All right. You see, a few different ideas. But here's the thing. In every church, is different. So I cannot tell you how to do it. It's up to you and how you observe your community. But the most important thing is that you have to learn how to engage people in that conversation. And only the Holy Spirit can help us to do so. You see that Paul said that, I have become all things to all people. That's how he engaged. Become all things to all people so that he can possibly mean to save some. Even Paul saying that, I can save some. So I believe that we can do something and with the grace of God to say, well, God can help us to save some people, maybe. And then, this is the thing that I will focus the most as we're talking right now. The next letter, arrangement. Which is the making process. How can you make this happen? How can you bring all of this idea into reality? Now, um, long before I'm called to be a pastor, uh, I served in uh, technical field and also in, in musical field uh, music business for about 15 more than 15 years. Now, the reason I'm saying that because I get actually I got paid to do that. It was my full time job. But here's the thing when I think about how a song being made can produce it's similar to the process of how a YouTube channel being created, how a message being delivered. So I want to say a few things. Paul, when he was teaching about the making process of this, I, I just quote two of his verses right here. Second Timothy chapter two, verse 15. He want every one of us to present ourselves diligent before the Lord by correctly teaching the word of truth. Now, we have to do everything correctly. It's the first option for us. But secondly, we have to depend on the power of the Holy Spirit to make it work. He said this, My speech and my preaching were not with persuasive words of wisdom, but with a demonstration of the spirit powers. So I'm sure that if you do everything with the right motivation, you already have the second part right here. You have the spirit power. Just the first part is working and making it right. Now, in creating anything, uh, it's always require a process of learning. Just like you see all the video, all the camera, all the cord, um, you know, cord and power, everything right here. We learn how to use it appropriately. But also, I was uh, kind of thinking about how a song being created. You know, when a song being made, it start out with a composer, right? Someone who write music and he just write it on a piece of paper. And then in order for that music to reach the ear of average listener, he needs to have a producer to make that idea into reality, to produce that song. If the producer is skillful enough, he's gonna do all of that by himself. But if just the regular producer, he will hire somebody as a music director to either conduct the whole process. For example, in order for a song to be played by the band, you need someone to arrange the music. Someone needs to orchestrate it. And then perform it. And then what? You need to mix and record it so that it can be available for download on iTunes or some other platform. So the similar concept, when you think about The word of truth or the gospel. The gospel is, or the the, the Bible is written by God already. But it's revealed by the Holy Spirit. I often relate the Holy Spirit like our producer. He revealed to us all the word of truth. So we have to know what is right and wrong. And then the pastor will have the job of proclaiming it by doing Three steps right here. Arranging the message, deliver the message, and then evaluate the message. Now, all of this thing is also related to the YouTube that we are talking here. In order to proclaim the Word, we have to prep the message. I know that many of you serving in uh, the ministry as pastor, spending at least 10 to 15, 20 hours uh, a week to prepare for the message but it's not done there. We have to find a way to deliver it, right? So the same thing with YouTube, you're not just prepping the message, but you have to find a way to recording that content uh, just, just to make everything that you share be available. Recorded it, but also you have to edit it in such a way that make people relate to that. So all of this requires some setup, I'm not gonna talk about you know, prepping the message because you know what you're supposed to do already, but I'm talking about the second step right here, audio and video setup, and then editing the video. So um, I will have several uh, models right here for you. For example, right here, if you use low-tech or low-budget technology, you can just use your cell phone. Brother, tell can I borrow your uh, microphone? the one that you uh, mentioned earlier, the lapel mic. So, the cheapest one that you can start out of producing anything, it with just your cell phone. And then you bought some accessory. For example, this is the lapel mic with adapter here. It costs about 30 bucks, 30 to 120, up to different brands a good enough brand for us to use. Now the reason why we don't use the the audio of the original cell phone, often is for speaking. So the frequency will be limited. And then you're not gonna hear a a pleasant sounding at all. But if we use this one, it improves the sound a whole lot more. So therefore, if you come up with this, using just your smartphone, to record something, it's gonna be the budget will be under $300, which just means uh, it depends on different brands that you buy. But also, the second option for those of you already have a laptop, I give you my second option right here. You can use your laptop as a DAW, which stands for Digital Audio Workstation, and video capturing device by adding uh, several things. If you take a look at my brother right here, I will present your video right there. Let me see if I can capture yours. All right, you see his setup right here. He has a portable recorder, also double as an audio interface. He has that one on his hand right there. And then he has that webcam Logitech C920 is the most uh, used on YouTube right now. And he has this camcorder. Now, all of this as a bundle will cost you less than $800. But you can produce much more higher quality. You see this one, right? at least several things that he has. The handheld recorder the webcam or a capture device with camcorder. The cam link is one of the cheapest capture device that you can buy for $120. But then the audio recording OBS is the free software for us to use in recording uh, any broadcast or any uh, podcasting that you can really work it out for a budget really low. and. Uh, as I calculate here, it can be somewhere from 300 to $900. It can help you to improve much higher quality. Now the third option is the option that mostly for those of you who have spay or a local church that have a workstation that you can use or, or sound booth or something like that. I would suggest for you to build a computer a workstation or buying something that really have enough power to broadcast. For example, you know, this day, if your church have a budget, you can get a MacBook Pro or build similar PC workstation for about the same price, about $2,000. But then, this is the three most important things that you need to have. First one is audio interface. Now what is audio interface? Audio interface is the device that looks like this one right here. It's captures all the audio from the soundboard or if you don't have a soundboard it can serve as a mixer and interface at the same time. But it will transfer all of that into digital signal through USB port or Firewire back in the day or Thunderbolt 3 right now. But it will help you to capture the pure audio. You see all of this right here is being captured with a recording device. Now, the price on this one, it can be $100. It can be up to $3,000. So I can never give you exact quote on how much it's going to be. But the second really important thing you have to invest is the capture card for video. What do you see in my hand right now? Let me uh, point this to you. Do you see this on the screen? I consider this is one of the most powerful one don't you believe this only cost $300. And it can did, it can do exactly like what I have at my church which cost me $6,000. $300 and you can do switching the video from different sources. Uh, you can do picture and picture, green screen everything. And, and it's can a blessing. I, I couldn't see the the, brand, but the, name on the Yes, side. the brand is a Mini from black magic. So, I can uh, list it out for you right here on the projector here. See, you can use the A10 mini, A10 mini, which use USB-C. And the last one is audio recording software. The software that I show you right now is actually this software, it's Vmix. How many of you have heard of Vmix? Yeah, Vmix is uh, a Christian based company actually, and they make an absolutely wonderful product. Uh, we've been using vMix Basic for our church for the last four years, and then we finally decided to upgrade it. So, let me ask you this a video streaming software as vMix only costs you $60. For the basic three source of uh, video, but if you want the unlimited one, it costs you seven hundred dollar. So the good thing is they have the option of sixty dollars versus seven hundred dollars. So for those of you who are in a small church setting, believe it or not, with our computer you can have a good working system for nine hundred to twenty five hundred. With the computer, is uh, 3,000 and up. So this is all the uh, just idea. I'm not saying that everything I'm saying to you is something you have to do that way. I'm just suggesting to you. But uh, one of my friends here, Sammy Ju, he actually has done a bunch of this. Uh, and he will show you a bunch of examples of how to do it together. The, uh, HDMI, OK.
3: Right here. So, my name is Sammy Zhu. I work for the Baptist State Convention as Asian Ministries Consultant. Now, uh, my friend Simon, he's a professional. I am beginner. I'm very beginner to this area, uh, this world of technology. I'm a minimalist, so I will go about anything that will not cost. <laughs> so I'll start with podcast. I started podcast. And I uploaded podcasts on iTunes once a week, and I produced about 138 episodes. So it's it's been about two uh, two years. Now, what does it take? It takes your smartphone, and that's it. Super easy. And it doesn't capture anything but audio. So it was very easy. You don't have to wash your hair or anything. You can just mm-hmm. speak clearly. That's all you need. Now, if you want to add more sound quality, then again, you can buy 30 bucks worth of lapel mic into it. Only 30 bucks. But I did not even have that lapel mic for two years. So <laughs> I used the speaker of iPhone for the last two years. And the miracle is people listen to it. <laughs> So I um, uh, uploaded, and amazingly, it was listened in more than thirty-five countries. That's amazing, um, and uh, it was interviewed in um, in English only. But what if it was interviewed in different languages? I think the impact would be much uh, more than that. So there's a very easy way to spread. The word through podcast and I can give you more detail how you can go about it later um, after this uh, session is over. Now I just began to start a journey with YouTube so I'm going to share with you a little bit about that how I can how I started it because I'm still a beginner so if you want to start something like that maybe um, yeah I'm with you so you can get you can get some idea how uh, amateur person like me, like Sammy, could start something like that. The good thing about YouTube is it's free. And again, from a minimalist perspective, what do you need for video? You can start with your phone. An iPhone is pretty good. I'm not sure about Samsung, although it's from my own country. <laughs> but I know that Samsung has a pretty good pixels and all. So you can use your smartphone right there. Okay, And then, when you um, take a video using your iPhone, there is a great app that is already built in, and it is just free, which is called iMovie. It's a great editing software. I'm still using iMovie for uh, editing my videos. I'm going to show you a little bit of an example of the video that I already produced. But I've, iMovie works really great. And also, you can um, include the yeah, good sound system with a lapel mic, 30, min, uh, $30. Dada, you can start a video right there with uh, only 30, 30 bucks altogether. And you can upload it on your YouTube. You can start a YouTube channel for free. Right? That's good. So that is the minimalist option. Now, let's go a little deeper with a little bit of... Um, the addition to that. Okay, so uh, I started a YouTube channel about a month ago, so I'm very new. Now, I started with a daily Bible study. It's a 3 minutes Bible study going verse by verse. On January 20th, I started with Ephesians chapter 1, uh, verse 1. Now, I'm in chapter 2, verse 2, so Monday through Friday. It's every day. I'm not on the screen but it's uh, it's all PowerPoint, so let me show you, could you? yeah So now let me show you this way. Yeah, it looks like this. Can you see? Yeah. so the verse, and then explaining about the the keyword, can you hear the sound? Uh, let me see Or willful unbelief. So disobedience is related to refusing or uh, disbelief. So if you do not accept the... Now, this video Mm -hmm. is only three minutes. Uh, Oops, sorry. (laughs) Only three minutes. Now, what does it take? You need a PowerPoint. I'm sure that you have it. And if you have a uh, MacBook, it doesn't have to be MacBook Pro, whatever MacBook you have, you have a, a QuickTime player, and you can capture the screen, and it's a it's free, free program. So I captured my screen, only four slides, and added my voice. That's it. And then um, I uh, used iMovie to edit that, and then I published on YouTube. How long did it take? Altogether, 30 minutes, including producing the PowerPoint, the contents, and editing everything. So that's my, that became my daily routine. So sometime in the evening, like 7 o'clock or 7.30, after I eat my dinner, and I work on my PowerPoint and edit that for about five or seven minutes and then post it on iTunes, uh, YouTube. And also I also have a Vimeo account, so I post it on the Vimeo. But YouTube is totally free. It took me only about 30 minutes. And then I posted on uh, uh, yeah yeah YouTube. So yesterday I got a uh, reply from somebody that I never met. And he says, can we be a YouTube friend? So I, I accepted him. But it can connect with anybody in the YouTube world. So it's an amazing way um, to disciple someone online. Yeah. And then... After that, I started a. Um, I uploaded another video. Let me show you. Were moral works. However, none of them works. Can you see that? However, God loves us so much that He sent His only son, I did three circles. Jesus. In this video. And Jesus. Died on the cross to forgive our sins, and he was re-multiply yourself to share the gospel to all around the Today, I want to share my story very briefly. I grew up in a Christian family, so I shared my story, but God personal used story. It to turn me around, I read the scripture. Yeah, my wife told me that you look very old. In the video. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but to produce the video. Um, I use this cam camera. Uh, I bought a used one. It, talk, uh, it cost me about $150. And I use the Logitech. This camera, this is new, which is about $70, $70, but it has a very good quality. And if you don't have a luxury to buy a camera like this, you can still use your iPhone. So, at least you can have a two multi cams within $70 uh, budget. Now, you can. Just two at one time? So yes. You can yes. swap back and forth to yeah. get a different angle. Right, right. I will show you about that just in a minute. Yeah. So, I took this video. Um, let's in the morning, and it took me about only 20 or 30 minutes altogether. Now editing takes some time for this type of video, but at least for cost-wise, it's very, very affordable. Now let me show you um, the video that I just took just a few minutes ago using OBS. He mentioned about OBS. OBS is a great tool um, to produce a video with, uh, using multicam. It looks like this. Yeah, I just took it. Okay, there were some sound problems, so the sound was not recorded. But I used this camera and Logitech this morning using um, OBS. So. Yeah, I did not have to go back and forth between these cameras, but I used the OBS program to switch back and forth between this camera and the Logitech. Again, this software is free. You can download OBS for um, MacBook or PC. Yeah, it's very, very um, effective, the uh, way to do multicam. All right, so with that... You know, you can be very creative. You can use multicam, or you can use iPhone just to uh, have a one, one straight shot, and uh, do another, you know, a few shots, and put them all together when you are editing. Whichever you want to do can be very creative. And uh, my goal is to produce this type of videos in different languages, so that it can be broadcasted in, in different countries to reach more people for Christ. So my first project is to produce three circles in different languages because I I was looking for that and there was none, even in the YouTube. So that's my first project. And you can check on my YouTube channel. It's called 21C Moses, 21st Century Moses. As God met Moses in the wilderness and sent him back to Egypt to bring his people to Christ, God is going to meet 21st Century Moses to send him back to their people, send him back to their countries to lead their people to Jesus Christ. So that's the whole concept of 21st Century Moses. So I'm learning as I go. So um, if you have uh, great suggestions or advice, I'm all uh, open to that. So thank you. Do you have any questions?
0: Uh, I, I do a, a Cyber Sunday School. I'm blogger. And I will, I will link to other social medias. From um, like Facebook, so is it that simple with YouTube to link YouTube to various other social medias? Oh yes. Okay, so would you do the same process? Right click and copy the URL mm-hmm. to link. Okay. Yes, because that's that's what I do for our church off of Facebook to put on on so on the blogger. Then after I get through with all of that on the blogger and the link, then I also copy that hyperlink and I put it on the other social media yes. like Facebook and Twitter as well. So you're getting the whole bunch right. exposed. Mm-hmm. And the That's best right. way I found to do that is using Hootsuite,
2: you know, where you can put all of your social media things together. You know, if you're using several of them, like if you have nine Avenues that you're putting things out on Hootsuite, you know, you, you need a paid, you can pay them and you post one time and it goes everywhere. It saves mm-hmm. so much time. Uh, you, you can do like two or three for free, I think, mm-hmm. on there. But um, so right. we we utilize that. Mm-hmm.
3: Okay. Now, if you have more questions about technical side, yeah, we'll be we'll be here until. Uh, this whole event is over, over, so please let us know. Yeah.
0: Blogger has a translator that the text and stuff gets translated in oh, yeah. like eight languages or something like okay. that. So, so at yeah. least the text is translated.
3: Okay, yeah, I didn't know about the uh, the translation part, but there's a, a transcription the uh, software. It's a free. It's called a Vrew, V R E W, and they have it has about four different languages option. You can do it in English. So I did it. I used the VRU and then I'm not sure if you saw the subscription or the title there, but it's very, very uh, efficient.
0: So it translates your voice into the language?
3: Yes, yes. It generates your voice into the subtitle. Okay, so you don't have to spend a whole lot of time to oh. type all of it. But there are some you know, typos, uh, because English is my second language. So... The Vru did not quite understand <laughs> my English, so there are some typos, but I can go and manually change it. It's very, very efficient. I love, I love Vru.
2: I wonder if you all have, some IMB missionaries that we connect with have done some social media campaigning <laughs> um, you know, to reach folks in their cities and where they're living. And I had reached out to them asking, tell me more about that. What are you doing? You know, what sites are you using? How are you doing this? We want to do that, but I'm not getting a lot of feedback. So I don't know if you all have heard of that or know what they're doing, Good morning, what kind of things they're doing. It's wonderful to see you. Can you
1: mentioned that again? What
2: is um, the... IMB missionaries international mm-hmm. Mission mm-hmm. Board <laughs> right. um, that we're connected to have done some social media campaigns. And right. It, had people come into their ministries through the campaigning that what they've that done. Um, so I don't know what they're doing, and I had reached out right. to them asking
3: yeah, uh, what that
2: is or how they're doing that, because that's something we can do here too. So.
3: Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I don't know about the uh, the social media campaign with IMB, but just a few uh, weeks ago, uh, one of my friends at the state convention, he had a conversation with IMB um, to ask for the production in more different languages because it's lacking uh, in their website and also um, globally as well. I mean, I'm talking about the video production in different languages. So I'm not sure if that's that answers well, your question. A social
2: media campaign would be, you know, here I am living in my city. I want to reach people around me. It's evangelism-based. Okay. I see, I see. Where we created an evangelism social media campaign with the purpose of connecting mm. to people that we're not connected to you know, to find people who's looking for the gospel message that we aren't connected to in our everyday lives mm, that we might okay. find and connect to. And I know that the, the percentage of the people that come out of that, I mean, I think you may, and, and you pay on social media sites to get things out in your your zone or your area that you choose mm-hmm. and things. So, you know, I can imagine what some of it looks right, like, but right. I, I was interested maybe in knowing a little more about that. It right. doesn't sound like it's something mm-hmm.
3: like that's yeah, there should be some people who work for IMB here today. So, okay. yeah, if you look at IMB logo somewhere, you can yeah. grab the person and ask. Thank you. Yeah. So uh, I think it's uh, almost, two. Yes. almost time okay, to yeah. close. All right, appreciate for uh,
0: Please pray now. Thank you.